what's going on everybody it is 3 p.m here in new vienna iowa that means it's time for another live stream today is sunday november 29th 2020 just about at the end of the month almost to december almost to the end of the year that will not end we're getting there guys really close uh today it was really chilly sorry i'm a little bit bright here let me reduce this a little bit there we go <clears throat> today i had a really chilly run this morning it was supposed to be kind of warm uh but it ended up not being so that was all right because i overdressed a little bit intentionally um just because on my recovery runs i like to be a little bit extra warm i know it's not great you get extra a little bit sweaty and then that makes you even cooler but i just like getting overdressed sometimes on my morning run but i had a really good morning run really relaxing out there i went a couple miles extra just because i was feeling good so hopefully you guys are feeling good too let's see who's here but first let's say hi to everyone listening on the podcast version hope you guys are having a good run or a good commute welcome and everyone watching after the fact but not live but on youtube welcome as well glad to have you here all right we've got carlos sejas saying he's first in the chat today awesome carlos great work roberto davila says great double header day seth and kofuzi back to back awesome yeah i think he just um he just finished doing a live stream right um yeah, I think I just I saw that. I didn't get a chance to watch it today. I spent the last hour. The kids were doing like uh, Christmas crafts, like uh, the things that you get at Michael's, where like you put it together, like put there's like pieces of foam that you put in, like there's a tab that goes in a slot, and then you make like the castle or whatever. They've been doing that with my wife, and um, I was kind of trying to take a nap at the same time uh, while they were all in there. So it was you know it was kind of like family time i was just getting some rest in um because the, the kids were actually pretty chill we took them down to um down to the river today and um it was really cold down there as well and uh the kids didn't last very long and uh i think it wore everyone out so everyone's kind of chill although the kids are a little bit kind of whiny because they're a little tired which you know you know how kids are so that's that's kind of what's been going on. so i got to relax a little bit my wife took one for the team there and uh, let me get some rest in. I started watching the movie. There, there's a documentary or a movie about Ryan Hall on Amazon Prime Video. And um, I started watching that, but then that's when the, the kids came in, so I didn't get to watch very far. Um, but yeah, I, that's what I was doing while Seth was uh, doing his live stream. I didn't realize he had one today. But uh, I'm going to have to go check that out later. All right, and it says... Hey, Kofuzi and everyone, no running today to let Pip's paw rest, so I did an hour on Zwift instead. All right, I think that's two, day, two days. Yesterday he had a short run. Pip had a short run. And then now a rest day for Pip, but hopefully Pip will be back soon. I saw another dog. Ennis had another dog. Uh, a grand pup, I think, um, on Instagram. Very, very cute little dog. All right, Chris Chow says, Hi, everyone. Cowbell for our friend Bart on his muddy run today. Smashed it. Awesome. Let's get that cowbell out there. Bart, are you here? Where is he? Do I see him yet? Well, if we see him, we'll get him another one. Because good job, Bart. All right. Um, yeah, Roberto de Villa says, hope Pip gets well soon. Yeah, I hope so too. Patrick Fung says, he's made it two times in a row this week. Hopefully everyone's doing as well. Good to see you, Patrick. Glad to have you. All right. Martha says, it's just not the same running alone, is it? Hope she heals really quickly. I hope so too. Awesome. Um, let's see um yeah martha says she missed it she missed seth earlier today as well because she was facetiming a friend that's awesome very cool uh remy says zwift is everything you know i gotta get back on the zwift 
I canceled my subscription. So I'm like, I'm only on like the free thing now, but um, I got to um, sign back up again because we do have, we brought the bike back. So that like, like Franken setup that I had, we have that now, but I've been thinking about, I still have that Walmart bike and I want to ride it, but it's just so cold out. So I've been thinking about getting um, one of those trainers, like the, you know, the kind that you could just put a regular bike on and then it attacked, you know, the wheel pushes the thing. And, and so it's not, I don't think it's a smart trainer, um, but one of those. So like, I still get to, I still want to ride the Walmart bike. I just want to ride it inside on Zwift. So I think I think I got to figure that out because it is going to start getting colder. I think well, basically once, I mean, we're getting there soon. I think like in the next week or so, I got to figure it out. So this is a good reminder to myself. I think the sunrise is getting later and later. And I want to start getting more like mileage in because uh, my knee's feeling better. But the sun and my schedule aren't going to agree with each other. And so... Um, it might be to the point where I need, I might need to do like, you know, get in like 45 minutes running because that's what fits in my schedule and then maybe add in a little bit of riding throughout the day. So I think I'd like to do that because I could still use my like spin bike on Zwift, but that thing is weird. That gave me crazy numbers. I was doing like 30 miles an hour or 20 miles an hour, it, that, which is definitely not right. So uh, not that I care that much, but I just don't want to piss people off when I'm in there. So... <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'd like to get back into the Zwift. Jody's here says, good day, everyone. Uh, by the way, I'm just drinking a little bit of, uh, Gatorade today. All right. Um, oh, Bert's here. What's going on, Bert? Congratulations. Um, I don't know if you, yeah, I think you heard, you were here. Let me give, I'll give you another cowbell. Awesome. Um, uh, all right. I'm Bat Dan says, hey, folks. What's going on, Bat Dan? Good to, good to meet you. Um, Anik Dom says, look at Nash Bar for cheap, good trainers. All right. I'm not familiar with that. Very cool. Um, running for my best life says, happy Sunday. I started Maffetone a few months back. Loving the progress so far. Question, how do you know when you successfully reach your aerobic base marathon training-wise? Um... I mean, uh, it's like a philosophical question almost because it depends on what you mean by successful, right? So for me, I feel really comfortable now with the whole process and then um, just the training technique in that like I feel like I've reset everything and what feels easy actually is easy. So I'm feeling pretty confident with that. And um, so like an easy run was within my Maffetone heart rate range is within like the easy range for like my power meters or what the my power meters are telling me are easy range is consistent with like um, what feels like just going out for an easy run. So I feel like that for me is success. There are some people that can get way underneath that where hitting that maximum aerobic function number, they're like 180 minus age number is like a speed workout for them, right? And so I think that's like super, super reach goal. I don't know that everyone can reach that, but, but some people can. I'm not there. I'm not anywhere close to that. But um, so in the meantime, I'm just going to keep using Maffetone as a way of giving myself a, a metric that I can stick with what is easy and use it that way. And that I consider pretty successful. It took a while to get to that point, but I've been there for a little bit and it's, it makes it a lot easier to live with. 
All right, Albert Lung says, just back from a 19K run with a Reebok Float Ride Energy 2. Awesome. Very cool. I, um, I'm going to take mine out for the longest run that I've gone with them tomorrow, I think. And tomorrow, I think I'm going to go for 13 miles in them. So what's that? Like 21K? Um, yeah, so I'm going to see how that goes tomorrow. Um, I'm a little bit nervous for it, but I think it'll be okay. I think I've gone as much as 10 in them before, so it's not going to be a huge deal. But it is, you know, the longest I've gone with it. <clears throat> but uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be great. All right, Remy says, where'd it go? Uh, ready to Zwift whenever. Happy to show you around Motopia. Yeah, I mean, I, I that was one thing that I really wanted to do. And it was, like, one thing that, like, I thought that, there was a point in like everything going on in like March and April where I was like, well, we're not going to be allowed outside at all. And I'm basically going to have to live in Watopia. Um, fortunately it didn't end up that way, you know, but, um, I'm thinking for the winter, I can spend some more time there. And I just, I've been gone for a while, but now I, I'd like to get back into it. So we'll see. One of the things I really wanted to kind of figure out was like, um, just the entire setup. So that way, like, because people were, like, chatting and stuff, and I'm like, how are people, I mean, maybe it's because I'm just out of shape on the bike, you know? I'm not, like, ready for it. So I'm, like, dripping with sweat, and, like, I'm shaking, and I'm like, I can't, like, how are people typing to text each other or chat in this space? So I think I couldn't figure that out. So I got to get, like, my rig set up, you know, like the table and, like, the keyboard and stuff, and I got to get that set up all in the basement. So we'll we'll figure that out. One thing that I was like hoping to do, which I would have thought would have been fun, at least for like ADD people, would have been to do like a live stream interview with someone else on Zwift. So you would see like, I was thinking like, you'd see like me, then like another person, and then like the Zwift, and then like chat. Like that would have been like, that would have been like, oh, this is the internet of the future. Like look at all this stuff to keep you busy, you know? But I don't know that I'll get there, but I do want to at least get on the bike a little bit more because it's been a while it's probably been uh, over a month since i've been on a bike and that's mainly because it's getting cold and i don't want to i'm i mean i'm having a, not a hard time but running outside in the cold is tough but um on a bike i just can't i don't even understand it all right scotty b says hey all just in from the workshop covered in sawdust cool the things i do on a rest day oh that sounds like fun awesome Jeff Elliott says, our mild and amazing weather ended today. Highs in the low 50s for the rest of the forecast. Well, that doesn't sound bad. That sounds great, actually. <laughs> um, and Scotty B says, cowbell for Danny J, 24 miles. Awesome. Great work. Good job, Danny. Nice. Um, Sean said about cold weather, says, I stopped at the halfway point yesterday for two minutes to stretch, and my sweat started to freeze. Yeah, I've been getting um, the the mustache feels very strange these days. Like when I'm running, and I'm worried that at like some point it's just gonna flake off. Like parts of it are just gonna freeze off. I, I mean, can I, I think that my face would still keep it warm enough so it wouldn't ever freeze to that point. But I've definitely had concerns before when like running and your like eyelashes freeze and you're like you don't want to touch it, even though like it, it sh you know you see it like the frosty stuff on your eyelashes. Because you're like, if I touch it, what if all my eyelashes fall off? I don't know what, anatomically, I don't know what we need eyelashes for, really. Especially when I got glasses like this. But um, I'd be worried if they all froze off, you know. 
But those are the things that I, I'm, I'm like literally very concerned about. Um, Brian Wen says, winter ale season. Do you have a favorite winter ale? No, I don't. I don't, I'm not, you know what? I, um, my beer consumption has gone down quite a bit, uh, a lot in the last couple of years. Um, mainly because like if I, if I go after it too hard, I don't know, part of it's getting older, part of it's just like not wanting to feel groggy because I run in the mornings. Um, but my, my consumption has gone way down. And it's not something I would say I regret, but there's sometimes where I was like, hmm, I did really enjoy that. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, this winter might be a good time to uh, get back into it. Not that like I'm striving to drink. Not, like not uh, not that like drink more beer is not one of my New Year's resolutions. So, <laughs> all right, Kiefer's here. What's going on, Kiefer? A new new picture for you today. Looking good. Kiefer says, "Hola, cómo estás?" Awesome. Um, good to see you, Kiefer. Albert says, uh, "I bought the Stride Footpod during Black Friday sales." Do you ever get anxious that the footpot falls off during mid-run, lol? No, I don't because I've been running with that thing for like three years now and I have beat it up. I've run through slush, I've run through trails, I've run through brush, ice, snow, water. Like the thing won't come off. Like I've never had it come off. I did though, here's here's the thing that I really worry about though with the stride footpot, not that it will fall off because once it's on my foot it stays on i don't know how it stays on so well but it stays there knock on wood because now that i've said that i feel like tomorrow it's going to fall off but it's never fallen off but this morning i was like i have all you know i get all my stuff ready the night before so that way i'm not like rummaging around for stuff in the mornings and wake, waking people up so i have all my stuff ready in the morning and i'm looking through it i've got like um apple watch that i put on for listening to podcasts i got my heart rate monitor you know, I've got everything that I, I got my camera, hand warmers, gloves, you know, buff. I got all this stuff. And then I'm like, where's my foot pod? I don't know where my foot pod is. Because I'd taken it off my shoe yesterday at night, but I hadn't put it on the next pair of shoes, which is what I normally do. But I think I put, I put it on the charger and then I put it in my pocket thinking, oh, I'll go put it on the shoes. And then somewhere between putting it in my pocket and putting it on my shoes, I got distracted. So, and I was wearing different pants and I was like, I don't know where that thing is. And so I've, I've talked to them a couple times saying like, it needs a chirp function. You need to be able to be like, lost my foot pod, put something on the phone and it goes bleep bleep. And so you can find your foot pod. Cause I was like, oh, this house is gigantic. It's several times bigger than our house and our apartment in Chicago. I'm like, if I've lost it here, I'll never find it. I certainly won't find it in the, in the morning before dawn. Right. So I was like freaking out and I was like, ah. I feel like I don't think that I've missed a single run in 2020 of having the foot pod on. I think I've had it every single run so far this year. And I was like, dang it. I'm going to have to run without the foot pod. So I was really upset about it. But then I found it. I found the pants that I wore yesterday in the laundry and in that pocket they were in there. So that's what I'm the most afraid about is not knowing where it is. If it's on a shoe, you're good. If it's on the charger, you're good. Leave it on one of those two places. <laughs> That's what I would say. Jana says, I fell in love with cycling this year. Went on a couple of bike trips. Wish I could bike in the winter too. I don't have the gear for it though. Yeah, you know, I think that I would really enjoy like a biking adventure. I think that that would do 
I, I would do well on that. Um, be, yeah, I would, but I don't know how to plan that. So, you know, I'm thinking, well, this year I was going to do Ragbrat. I had a uh, Ryan Dozer. I had him on the podcast one time. He's like, we gotta, we're going to do Ragbrat. Because he's like, your, your in-laws are from Iowa. He goes, I love Ragbrat. We're going to do Ragbrat. Ragbrat is a ride across Iowa. And we were going to do, we were gonna, I mean, we, I'm sure he would have had a team. But we would have figured something out. Um, and that would have been my first bike adventure. But it didn't happen. So I'll have to figure that out sometime. Um, Kiefer says it buzzes if it gets detached. It does? Do you have to be using the Stride app for that to happen? Or does it know? How does it know? Oh, I guess it, it knows when you're running. Huh. That's interesting. I'll have to see how that works. I'll have to look that up. I didn't know that it does that. Spence Ohm says, Hi. What's going on, Spence? Steven Gersdorf is here, too. Awesome. What's going on? All right. Jeff Elliott says, If there's one impulse purchase that I'm close to making, it's the Stride. I mean, I, I love mine. I run with it every day. Um, I don't need it as much out here because the main thing that I use it for isn't necessarily power. I use it for pace and distance information. Um, in the city, GPS is really crazy and it just bounces off buildings and it just gets all, it goes all haywire. So I get more reliable readings with the foot pod. Out here, I don't need it quite so much, but I have been training with power lately and it's been really useful to have. But that being said, if all you want is power, there are watches these days that are doing a pretty good job of incorporating power. So, you know, it's a couple of ways to look at that, you know, but I do like the way that, and I'm not sure that the watches that provide power on the wrist are doing as good a job at stride as like figuring out what's your critical power or what like your threshold power number is, or like helping you figure out like how to race and train with it. That's where, I mean, getting the number is one thing that the watches can do, but helping you do something with those numbers that's the bigger part you know i'm bat dan says i tried asking seth this during the live stream but he overlooked it what carbon shoe do you think has the most durable outsole rubber i would probably say hmm most durable outsole rubber of the carbon fiber shoes I want I want to say the the RC elite but you know I don't have a real good sense of the longevity of it but there's a lot of rubber on there and it's got that weird pattern I'm trying to think um, what do you guys think like the first thing I wanted to say was like, well, Carbon X, but that's you're running on the midsole foam on that one. Um, so there isn't even any outsole rubber to run on. I'm trying to think of what would be the most durable. It's a good question. Cameron McBride said the TC. Yeah, you know the Pete the TC, but the heel of the TC and the RC have all that exposed fuel cell on there, and they only have like that little like bumper strip of rubber on that. So I don't know if that would be super durable. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. If we're just talking about the the rubber, hmm. you know, Kai's saying the Rocket X potentially, but you're running on a lot of midsole foam on the Rocket X, 
and on from ASICs, the meta race, the meta racer. Um, hmm, that midsole foam is really thin. It's been holding up well. I'm I'm, I'm like I looked at it yesterday or this morning. I was 65 miles, 66 miles on mine, and it's got almost like that wood grain pattern very fine like little lines like that are etched into the rubber that uh, I was initially worried would wear, wear out real fast but so far they're looking great but I'm not I'm not sure how long that will last hmm. yeah um, David Litstone says the most durable carbon plate shoe is a zoom fly flying it I'm on 1100 kilometers of mine and are still going well yeah I mean but I think the question is which rub I mean the question was I think more specific David like of the durable i would say probably the zoom fly flying it for sure because that react foam is going to last forever um and that would make me also think about potentially like the endorphin pro but some people have said their speeds the the rubber is not holding up really well so i'm, I'm a little bit concerned about that yeah sean marshall saying the endorphin pro as well but the question was the rubber which rubber holds up the best so it's not a question of which is the best carbon-plated shoe, which is the carbon-plated shoe that lasts the longest. It's which one has the rubber that lasts the longest. So that's a very, like a very specific question. So we'll see. I'm not sure. Yeah, the Kai Smith says the Alpha Fly, the rubber is dummy thick in the forefoot. It is. I was looking at it last night. Um, I actually have it right here. So like this stuff, it's there's so much of it. There's so much rubber on this. Um, I don't understand really why there have so much except for like purely aesthetic reasons there's a lot on here and like ben johnson's i think worn through a couple of pairs already or one at least one pair am i um, maybe i'm wrong on that one but he has one where like the front the forefoot over here is way way worn down and i mean it's from a lot a lot of miles on there but the thing that makes me then concerned though is this rubber back here i don't think this is going to last like super long that's so that's why i'm like this will last a long time but will this? I'm not sure about this. This part will be fine. This part I think I'm going to chew through. This will be the weak point for me on this shoe, I think. I'm um, sorry. This the outer part. The outer part. This is where it's going to be weak for me. So I don't know. This is a good question. All right. Running with Ronan says, Hi, Kofuzi. I'm 15. Aiming for sub 35K. Um, sub 35 is 200... Um, 200 kilometers long enough for base building stage. Mm, yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, it says sub 35. I've, I've, are you saying sub 35 minute 10K? Is that the question? Um, I'm not sure if that's long enough. It doesn't seem long enough to me. Um, it seems like you would need a lot more than that. Um, but it depends on how talented you are to start off with, which you might be very close, and that could be enough. So I don't know. I need more information on that one. Um, all right. Um, Bat Dan said, I assume the RC would be the most common answer. What's the least durable, the Endorphin Pro? I would probably, I mean, I've been looking at the Adios Pro. That thing, the rubber is already wearing through. Not wearing through, but you're seeing the metatarsal rods that that thing has. So I don't know if that's the least durable. Um, 
Yeah. I'm trying to think of what other carbon plated shoes there are. Um in terms of which would be the least durable. So I've heard the the most uh people complain about the endorphin speed. I've also heard people say the endorphin speed lasts forever and have, they've already run like 400 miles on them. But I've also heard people saying at like 200 miles, the rubber was just completely wrecked. So I don't know if the endorphin pro has the same rubber as the speed or not. And if the mechanics that differ between the two shoes make the wear pattern differ as well. So I can't extrapolate for sure, but I would say the endorphin speed maybe has the least but, you know, people are pretty concerned about, like, the Vaporfly 4%. But I was just looking at someone's, I forget what video I was watching today, where it was a guy who was running, he said he had 1,000 kilometers on his Vaporfly 4%. I think they were OGs, the one with, like, the um, like the original ones. And then he had a hole in the toe. The rubber was all flat on the bottom. It was like a racing slick. But he was still running them. He was still doing workouts at them. So, um, yeah, so that, 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 that would be like kind of, but for me, I remember for my vapor flies, the heels, cause the rubber was like inset into the Zumex foam, that stuff, the Zumex foam would get chewed up around it and then the rubber patches would fall out. So that was what made it not durable. Not that the rubber wasn't durable. So, yeah. Mm. Kai says, the Adidas Adizero Pro has that continental rubber in the heel and forefoot and the segmented grip in the midfoot. That makes sense. Oh, that's true. That one, I bet you that one does last forever. That's a good, that's a really good answer. I forgot about that one. That's a really great one. Mm. Steven Gerdorf says, doesn't projecting base depend on starting fitness level? Yeah, that's, I mean, I agree with you. We're going back to that, um, running the sub 35, 10K. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is I'm not anywhere near that fast, so I don't really know how to train for that because I don't have that experience. Uh, yeah. And then going back to the endorphin speeds, Jeff Elliott says, I'm hoping to get good mileage out of the speeds. Loving them. I'm loving them too. I haven't run in them in a while. But, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like revisiting all the Saucony shoes again. Finished the Ride 13. I made that 100-mile video. And then I ran in the Triumph 18 today for my recovery run. And it was, it seems okay. I mean, we'll check back in tomorrow morning, see how the knees feel, but so far, so good. And then um, I think for this week's workouts, I'm going to run in the endorphin speed again and see how that goes. Because it's been a while, and I think I've got like 70 miles in them so far. So I think I can get them to 100 miles and do that update video. So that I'm, I'm pretty excited to do that one. Hopefully that will um, get done soon. Ben Y says, I read in a run group that the Skechers Razor 3 outsole falls off after a while. I haven't heard anything about that. But I guess I don't really talk about it very much, so maybe that's what it is. But, hmm, interesting. Scotty B says, watched Elf with the kids last night and ended up making spaghetti for late night sack with the kids. <laughs> Did you put candy on it? Or just had, like, regular spaghetti? That's funny. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Charlie Espinosa says, "What do you think about the Raramuri running the Copper Canyons in in Mexico?" Um, I think it's amazing. 
I, I can't run like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sean Marshall says, uh, Kofo, is he just straight eating power run this winter? Well, on the speed, it's the power run PB. Is it power? Yeah, power, the speed is power run PB, right? And um, the Triumph is a power run plus. So those will be two that I'll, I'll be... I'll be running in a little bit. We'll get some time in the Endorphin Pro as well. But um, yeah, I'm I'm look I'm hoping that like you know I think I'm gonna be very cautious with that Triumph. I think I'll be okay with the Speed or the Endorphin Pro, um, but I'll be cautious with that Triumph because I do feel like there's a lot going on in the back of that shoe, which I feel like is trying to control me a little bit. I don't know if I'm just more like really paying attention to it now, or if it was always there, or if it wasn't there in the 17. But it's something that I'm noticing in the 18, so I'm going to keep an eye on that. I don't know that I'll run in it like every day, even though I certainly could. But um, yeah, it's just something I'm going to keep an eye on. But I w I'm hoping to run a lot more in Saucony this next couple of months. Mm -hmm. Chris says, uh, at my pace and volume, I'm not worried about wearing out <laughs> any of my shoes anytime soon. I put a hard stop on any new purchases. Um, I've, I've kind of been at the same place. Like a couple of shoe, new shoes are coming in here and there, um, but I haven't bought. Oh, you know what? I bought a pair of shoes on Black Friday. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um, but you know, it's a good story. It's a good story. So, and it's one that I've been meaning to try for a long time. So, I think it was. Uh, I think it was the right move. But um, yeah, I've, I've been like, I'm like, I got too many shoes downstairs. I got to get through some of these. So I've been trying to keep it down as well. But some are still kind of trickling in. Stephen Gersdorf says, can anyone compare Power Run to Power Run Plus? Um, the way I feel like it is um, Power Run Plus is more like Saucony's version of Boost. So like that's what I think of when I think about Power Run Plus. When I think about Power Run, I think of, so I don't know if you were familiar with the Saucony's previous foam, Ever Run. I feel like Power Run is just like a more refined version of that. It very well may be the same. Um, just under a new name, but like, um, cause it, I do feel like it's pretty similar, but I feel like the power run, it's supposed to be lighter and softer than ever run was. And I think I can agree with that. Um, but that's the main difference is power run is more like a regular EVA. The power run plus is more like boost E type of material. And Scotty B says, as far as the spaghetti, he just had regular, um, regular spaghetti, no candy on it. Did the kid? Did you suggest to the kids that they should, you know, did you wear like you guys want to try it, like elf, the elf way? <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, Kai Smithley says Power Run is the EVA. That's right. Uh, Blixton says, "What brand will have a big next year?" I'm thinking Asics, Nike, and Hoka. This year was Nike and Saucony's year. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't. Um, I mean, Asics had a really good year. Right, this is the year that the Evo Evo Ride came out, which I really enjoyed. Um, the Meta Racer came out, the Nova Blast came out. I mean, like, those are some big hits. Um, but then Saucony came out with the Triumph, the new Kimvara, the Ride, Endorphin series. Like, I mean, they had even more hits. Um, I think this could have really could have been Hoka's year if it would have been a normal year. And imagine if like. We had had a normal year with the Olympics coming from like March. You see Alephine winning the Olympic trials for the women. And then we would have started getting some hype. They had 
I mean, they released them still, but there were like the Olympic Bondi or what is it, Olympic Cliftons um, that they made, right? So like we had all this stuff that they were getting ready for the Olympics. And then um, so we would have gone straight from the marathon hype to like the Olympic releases, then to the Olympics, then well, not to the Olympics, but before we got to the Olympics, then we were supposed to get the Rocket X, the Clifton 7, the Clifton Edge, you know, like all those were supposed to release in the summer. And then we would have had the Olympics as well. So like, like I don't know what, how they decided to move things around, but like they, it could have been, it could have been a very different year for Hoka, had things been normal. But yeah, yeah. But um, next year, yeah. I don't know. This is where like it would be nice if I had some of that inside info we were talking about yesterday. Like I don't, I'm not an industry insider, so like I don't know what the spring 2021 line looks like. Some people already know all that stuff, maybe even have the shoes already, but I, I don't. So I don't I don't really know what's coming. I'm not sure. I get just as surprised about it as you guys. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, let's see. We got Serhan Karata says, greetings from Izmir, Turkey. What shoe 2021 iteration are you looking forward to? Well, one that I'm really curious about is to see what, I mean, what one of the things is I want to see what, asics does with the nova blast that's one thing that i'm really curious about do they go cautious with it and basically just minor changes to the upper or do they just completely do something weird and new with it and then or is there going to be what i'm really hoping for is another shoe that's going to be like a faster version of the nova blast not that the nova blast isn't fast in and of itself but like a pegasus and the pegasus turbo i want a nova blast and like a nova blast turbo I don't know if that's in the works or not. If, if it's going to happen in 2021, that has to be pretty much done already by now, but I just don't know. Um, but that's something that I'd be really curious to see. Um, I'm curious to see what they do with the tempo next year and the endorphin speed because those are just shoes that I love. I'm very curious about the Evo Ride 2 because I really enjoyed that one this year. So those are, those are the ones that I'm kind of like keeping my eyes out for. Yeah, Daniel Sudo says Hoka was on a roll early this year. Yeah, it could, it really could have been their year. It could have. Um, but I think like the, the calendar threw them off, and they didn't really know what to do. And then everything got pushed to like the end of the year. And by then, everyone was kind of like, new shoes. Okay. You know? And I feel like that's unfortunate, because that Rocket X is pretty exciting. Champagne says, uh, my first Hoka Clifton 7 ride a few days ago, and I'm buying only Hoka from now on. Oh, you must really like them. Awesome. Very cool. T. Davis says, I think Adidas will have a good year. A lot of elite and non-elite runners are liking the Adazero Adios Pro. Hopefully, they can keep the momentum going. I'm biased, though. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Um, that reminds me again, December 1st is when the Sunrise Bliss Adios Pro come out. I'm hoping to get a pair of those. I really want to try that. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes uh, on that one. But, I mean, people have been winning in that shoe. So, you know, there's, they got to be doing something right in it. So, we'll see. I mean, they had a really, I mean, but they're so confusing to me sometimes, Adidas. Right? Because, like, they continue to improve on the Boston. They got the SL20. They have um, the Adios Pro. Who's, who knows what they'll do with the Adizero Pro again next year if they have another one. Um, and then it's like, well, what, what happens to the Adios? You know, the Adios 5, 
was an interesting like basically like a racing flat to me but like i couldn't really i think i ran a 20 miler in them and my feet were pretty beat up by the end um that's a tough shoe to run a lot of miles in for me um but then they also make like 17 other shoes where i'm just like are those running shoes i'm not sure i don't know if those are running shoes or not i'm not am i supposed to run in those i don't know so that's where like that's where adidas loses me sometimes just like the number of products they make Oh, Sirhan says, unfortunately, AC did not bring the Nova Blast to Turkey. I'm curious about that shoe indeed. Oh, that's unfortunate because that's, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, T. Davis said, endorphin speeds feel great on foot. I haven't ran in them, though. Oh, they're, they're fun. They're fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to have another workout, I think, Wednesday. So I'm looking forward to uh, a nice a long run with some uh, faster miles in it. All right, Lucas Lilly's speaking to warming up for getting ready for a long run. So he's warming up for a long run and listening. Welcome. Awesome. Hope you have a good run today. All right. Jeff Valley says, love that highlighter yellow. Yeah. You know what's funny is that, like, there's so many shoes that this year I'm like, ooh, yellow shoes. Awesome. I love yellow. And then I, like, look them up online, and the color invariably is, like, mutant green, alien green, lime, electric lime green. I'm like, oh, well, my color blindness really is starting to get worse uh i think so yeah but this sunrise bliss that's a yellow shoe i know that's a yellow shoe and i'm thinking about getting that brooks because it comes in a yellow i think it's the revel it's either the revel or the launch that comes in yellow this year i know the ghost comes in yellow too but i don't want to i don't want to run in a ghost but yeah yeah there's not there's not enough yellow shoes why is that is there a reason for that i don't know Yeah, Scott says, the Viz Speed looks yellow to me. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yeah all, all like the green shoes look, look yellow to me. So that's, that's what I always think. <laughs> Sean Marshall says, they just like to use weird names. You're just, you're seeing them, right? It's the same highlighted color. Well, that makes me feel better. Because I always, like, the, when I, look, oh, I got it right here. When I see this, like, this isn't bright yellow, but they call this, like, like electric lime or something like that. But they don't call it yellow but this looks like this looks like a tennis ball to me like penske yellow like the trucks the yellow tennis ball like I, normally i don't have shoes sitting up here but i'm about to make that video but um yeah but that looks like yellow to me i don't know <laughs> kai says i hate the color yellow with a passion to be honest awesome <laughs> that's so funny yeah you know what color um well liana says that she looks lime to her oh See, I, I, I think that, uh, like, that would be, like, textbook definition of yellow to me. Um, oh, DD says looks green. Oh, yeah, you guys are all seeing See, yeah, you guys are seeing Yeah, you guys are seeing it. Chris Dex, that's straight line. See, that looks like yellow. I, I would swear that that is, like, yellow. Like, straight up and down. Like, that's why I'd be, like, if I ever got interviewed, like, what color, what color shirt was the assailant wearing? I'd be, like, green? Yellow? I don't know. Yeah, that's, so I wouldn't be good. I wouldn't be good at that. I'm not. I'm not a good uh, eyewitness. But speaking of colors that people like don't like, um, for like to be honest, kind of reasons. Like there's no like real reason for it. Um, I can never wear gray shoes. 
Gray shoes, I think, look great on other people, but whenever I put them on, I just feel like I look dumpy in them no matter what. Like, gray shoes just never look good on me, and I never, I, I just feel lethargic in them every time, you know? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Sean Marshall says, I call your bluff, Mike. Normally, I don't have shoes right here. No, I normally don't have shoes up here. The shoes are, the shoes live in the basement. This is, we're on the second floor up here, so, yeah. But after I shoot this, I'm going to shoot that video. So I had them up here. But yeah. Jun Wan wants to know, what color is a banana? The good ones are green, if you ask me. I, I like them a little bit more firm. Once there's like a spot on it, that banana's rotten. Throw it away. That's how I feel about it. My, my wife likes them a little bit more ripe. My kids love them super ripe. But for me, for me, I just, I like them. I like them a little bit underripe. So the best bananas are green. <laughs> Chris Dyke said, I picked up the same Ride 13s you have and had to return them. They felt like Grandpa's Velcro shoes. Oh, I'm sorry you felt that way. That's a bummer. Um, you know who else I was disappointed that they didn't love the Ride 13s? My wife. My wife did not love them. I was like, you're going to love these. They've got a little bit more support. Because her shoes, I was looking, she had Pegasus peg 36s and the the medial side where that extra density is on the on the ride 13 on her shoes that's all you could see the crinkles in the foam it crumples in when she walks and i'm like you're gonna love this shoe this shoe's gonna be perfect for you it's gonna be nice and soft lots of padding on the tongue on the heel really comfortable you know like stepping in memory foam and she got them and she was like this is a lot firmer than my other shoe and I was like, well, compared to the Pegasus 36 that you've got a lot of miles in, yes, this is going to be a little bit firmer. But she's like, I don't like these. So she didn't like them either. So that's two people that don't like them now. Sorry, guys. Um, Shannon says, I love gray shoes with a flash of color. Don't know what you losers are talking about. I can't, I can't do the gray. I'm envious. When other people do gray, I think it looks great. I think it's a great shoe color. But for me, I just, I can't, I can't ever seem to pull it off. I don't know. Jody says, the riper the banana, the sweeter they are. I understand all that, but like, when I see a brown spot or that, like the, what are they called? Sugar spots on a banana? It just is so repulsive to me. Like, it's like you're trying to convince me to eat garbage, you know? So like, yeah, I don't know. Um... Yeah, Sean Marshall says, once a banana gets a brown spot, it's no longer a banana. It's a smoothie ingredient. I, I'll agree with you on that. Or, as Patrick Fung says, the best bananas are in the banana bread. I love bananas in smoothies. I love bananas in banana bread. So, for, for me at home, once there's like a brown spot on it, I'll ask my wife, like, hey, can I put this in the freezer now? Because I want to get it off the counter because it looks gross. It looks like it's going to attract bugs. Let's put it in the freezer because then we could put it in a smoothie or in banana bread. Because I just, I just want to get rid of them at that point. <laughs> Jeff Ellie says, I got my ex to buy the Torn 4.5 plush for walking, and she loves them. Ooh, good work. Good work. I'll, I'll, I'll spoil the surprise for you guys. That I bought two pairs of shoes. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Maybe I bought another pair of shoes that I don't remember. But I did buy two pairs of shoes now. I won't tell you what the first one is I was talking about earlier. I'll let that be a surprise, but I bought another pair of shoes, and that was the Torn 4.5 plush. Because I was like, I gotta try one more 
Paltrow before the year ends. So I'm going to try that one out. Also, um, I want to do the um, a max cushion shoe, and I feel like the Ultra Escalante made it into the best uh, daily trainers for me for this year. And I want to see if the 4.5 Plush will make it into a max cushion shoe. Top five for me. I don't know. I'm I'm realizing it's not a category of shoe that I love. So like, I'm not that enthusiastic about it. Next year I might drop that category. Not that I won't try those shoes, but I might drop that as like a a pillar category for me. And um, instead, maybe I'll review more like hybrid trail shoes. I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, Aaron Ike says I got 87 miles this week. Whoa. PR for me? Awesome. That is great work. Let's get a bell for that. And he closed out that week with 20 miles and the endorphin speeds. Well, well done. Awesome. Really cool. Um, all right. Let's do a couple more. Super Tramp says, I found Saucony rides at Winners in Edmonton for $60. I have three pairs now. After visiting all the locations in the city, running room is still charging $120. Ooh, $60. That's a bonkers gift price. That's great. Carrie mm, Smith is here. Says, "Yo, what's going on? Good to see you again, Carrie." Um, Remy says, "That's how you know Co isn't a cyclist. Try to peel one of those green bananas while riding. I dare you. Do you guys eat bananas while riding? That sounds like something straight out of Mario Kart. No. I mean, like, really? You eat bananas while on the bike? I mean, I suppose it's smoother." So like you can drink a water bottle, you can eat like a gel or even like a like a, a granola bar while riding. But like what do you, you get, so you like get up, you're pedaling with no hands on the bike and you're like peeling the banana? Here here's another admission though about bananas. Um I can't remember the last time I was able to open a banana without either having to bite the top off or use a knife. Like when I try to like just you know, other people can like look at a banana and just go and open it. I can't do that. For whatever reason, whenever I do that, I just end up mushing the top part further into the banana and it just becomes all like, then that top part becomes like that, that mushy color. Like, you know when you mush banana, it's not that yellow banana color anymore. It's like that pasty baby vomit color. Like that's what happens. So that's a big, visually I can't eat it uh, once I do that. So I usually uh, like bite the top to get it open, to get it started and then I'll peel it or I'll just get a knife chop the top off and then peel it. I have a lot of problems with bananas. I mean, you would, th you would think that I'd be able to figure that out, but I don't know. <laughs> Bad Dan says, at vegan level 24, you get the skill to open a banana with one hand. <laughs> I think at vegan level 24, you just eat it like a gorilla. Just eat the whole thing, right? Maybe? Carrie Smith says, open it from the short end, pro tip. I don't know. That's the, ban that's the banana anus. I don't go to that side. No. I've seen people do that. It doesn't make sense to me. Again, I feel like I'm just going to mush it. I don't know. Ian Britton is with you, though. Banana should be open from the bottom. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Arnold says just pinch the other side, then it just opens. <sighs> yeah. You got. Maybe we'll try it. There's, there's always bananas in the house. My kids love bananas. My wife eats bananas. My in-laws. Everyone eats, everyone eats bananas except me. I just don't. I just don't like them. But... All right, maybe maybe we'll try it. We'll try it. Maybe I'll take a make a make a video of it. We'll do we'll do it on the next mukbang. Things that Mike can't eat, like can't figure out how to open. We'll have that uh, pomegranate. 
Uh, I don't know what else, what else could I put on that list. <laughs> Kai says, I don't even eat bananas. They taste funny and the consistency is not nice. You know, the thing is, I, I like, I like bananas, but you know what I really detest? Artificial banana flavor. That is just wrong. It's never right. It always tastes fake. Ugh, it's just, that's super gross. Arnold Ellis says, pomegranate is just impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sean says, mangoes are a tough cut. Um, you know, you got to do the thing where you cut off the sides of the mango, score it, and then scoop it out. Right? So that's kind of like, that's the only way I know how to, to really do it. Like when people like peel the mango and stuff, that's like, seems like a lot of work. Blixton says, try pomegranate on the right. You'll have to get a little bowl of water and then a half a pomegranate. you have to smack it with the wooden spoon so all the, the seeds fall out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Whoa, look at this. Uh, Roadrunner says, SL20s are $26 at Ross's Clarksville Governor Square Mall. No way. That's impossible. What sizes are there left? $26? That's insane. That's got to be the record for the cheapest I've ever seen it. Amazing. Um, Sirhan says, you did not review any Under Armour, Puma, Diodora, and Solomon Road this year. I guess no Puma and Diodora ever. Any particular reason? You don't consider them as good brands? Um, Under Armour, I've talked about Under Armour before, where I feel like they need to decide if they want to stay in the running game. I've, I've feel like they're not sure so like that's what kind of like i'm waiting for for example for example i really like the under armor hover cgr mid a winter shoe that wasn't weatherized but it was a mid top a weird shoe absolutely loved it was there a follow-up <laughs> nope um so like i don't i don't i don't know where they're going the following year after that they did just minor uppers uh updates on all their shoes nothing changed the midsoles at all so I'm not sure that they're in it, you know. And then Puma, I feel like I I, I don't I don't know. They're not on my radar. Um, I don't run sprints, so like, you know, that Usain Bolt was a Puma athlete doesn't do much for me. Um, and I don't know anyone else who's a Puma like athlete or who's running in them. I can't even name a Puma model uh, of shoe. Same with Diodora. I'm not that I'm not familiar with them. Um, they make tennis shoes, don't they? Like for tennis. And then Solomon, I've reviewed their roads before. Um, we talked about the Phantasm yesterday, but um, you know the Sense Ride Three. All their shoes seem to be a little bit more firm than I like. So like I'm not. I every year I try, and I'm never like ah, this is the one for me. I think next year might be the year. So it's not that I don't consider them good brands. But, um, you know, I can only run so many miles. I've run more miles than I've ever run in a single year um, this year. But even then, um, yeah, I, I, can only, I can only review so many shoes. And so I, I try to pick ones that I think I'm going to get some enjoyment out of. But, yeah, you know, I Puma, I'd like, yeah, I'd like to see Puma do better. But I haven't seen anything that jumps out at me either. So that's, there's no, like, there's no vendetta. There's no, you know, 
ill will. It's just they're not, it's not jumping out at me. Um, ben Y says, Poet actually has a carbon plate eraser, though it seems like it's unavailable. Interesting. They had a foam for a little while. Do they still have it? It looked like a colored boost or like a speckled boost. Do they still have that? Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I wanted to try them on. I tried to go to a Puma event once. It got canceled without them letting anyone know that they were canceling it. But that was the last thing that happened. Um, J-R-Z-H-S-H-R. Jershire. I'm going to say that way. It says, Diodora makes some good running shoes, but they're hard to get. Where are they easy to get? In Europe? In, are they? Is that an Italian brand? Are they easy to get in Italy? Is that what it is? I don't know. And CK Stoner says, yeah. For a quasi-newbie runner, it can get confusing for sure. Too many shoes. Yeah, there's a lot out there. Blixen says, though, that Puma and Fila are coming out with Marathon Racers in 2021. I've seen pics of both. You know, I don't think I've had a Fila shoe since Jerry Stackhouse was um, their, like, flagship um, athlete. So that gives you an idea how long it's been since I've been in a Fila. But I was just looking at some Fila gear um, the other day because they were running ads on Instagram. And I was like, ah, Fila. I remember that. Yeah. All right. Bowie says, greetings from Orkney Islands in Scotland. Awesome. Currently running in Clifton 6s and 7s. Next or... Uh, oh, currently running in Clifton 6s. 7s next or elsewhere for a daily trainer. If you're loving the 6, get the 7 too. Because um, you're going to like it. You're going to enjoy it and have a good time. Um, I think that's definitely one to, to look for. Um, I'm also, for people that like the Cliftons, I'm also th saying check out the Nova Blast. You might be pleasantly supplied. This is going to be very different than the Clifton, but it might be something that's, if you're looking for something different, that I think you might really enjoy. So those are the kinds of things that I would look at. Um, yeah. Goku Runner says, have you seen those shoes with no heels? I keep getting ads for them. I don't get ads for them anymore. I have seen them. I've seen a couple of people... Um, there were a couple of uh, journalists that were like running journalists that were running in them for a while. I haven't seen a follow up on it, so I'm guessing it didn't turn out well. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not I'm not getting ads for them anymore. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Jody says 2021 is the year to make Puma great again. Um, and Remy says Diodora is next to Adidas when it comes to football. Is it really? I didn't know that. Oh, hmm. cool. Um, Joey Del Rosario says, Kofuzi, if you were able to have a shoe brand release a past shoe model, what would it be? That'd be the Pegasus 33 Shield. That's my favorite shoe. I still have it. It's in Chicago. I wear it around casually. Um, it's not that comfortable, but I just still love it so much. But they had one, it was like black with like, kind of like, um, like undertones of like that kind of like Oregon Ducks green. In there and gray kind of gray midsole super sticky outsole and uh it was winterized not waterproof but a little bit weatherized i really liked it that was a good one um and let's go back to this one though and we'll end on this 2021 is the year to make puma great again Here, here's where i want to go with that is asics great again do we still have to say that like did, did jamie do it did he did 
did he make Asics great again? That's like I think is the biggest question. Um, I think I think Asics is great again. I think I think Jamie did it. We can. He's, there's like one person to attribute all that success to. It's definitely Jamison Michael, um, because I mean, for me, my favorite two are the Evil Ride and the Nova Blast. Those are great shoes, and the Meta Racer. While I wish it were a marathon racer, it's not for me. I can't run a marathon in it. I'm really curious to see if we're ever actually going to see the shoe that Sarah Hall ran in or if that's just going to disappear quietly and we're never going to get a chance to see it. I would love to be able to see it. I think that, um, I mean, the rules should apply to this. Shouldn't we have to be able to buy it at some point or shouldn't it have to be reasonably available? Um, even if it wasn't before the race, after the race, I mean, like, wh- why, why isn't it there? Like, for example, today, uh, who was I watching? She's in the Idaho distance project. She put in a 22 miler like yesterday. She put her, it was on reels. It looked amazing. Um, she was real strong. And then, um, but she was running in the regular meta racers. And I was like, a 22 mile run. I feel like if you had those Sarah Hall, marathon shoes you would have worn them that day but she didn't she obviously doesn't have them so i don't know what's going on with that i don't know what's going on with it that's but anyway those are three amazing shoes that i think uh, all happen in the same year and i feel like asics got it asics did it right so if asics did it if asics is a great again what's the next brand to make who's who who's the next asics for next year i don't know um yeah we'll have to see we'll have to see uh i'm not sure what the next brand to do it i mean is it like mizuno but that's like they're two very similar brands then you can't do that but i don't know we'll see we'll see brooks maybe brooks yeah we'll see all right um yeah stevie 76 wants to get another banana question to get me past an hour i'm going to try to cut it before we get to the hour point we're at 58 minutes i'm going to leave it there for today guys i had super fun time talking to you guys today as usual uh a lot of fun the the banana i'm going to go look at the bananas downstairs i'm going to try to uh, no i'm not going to go eat one i don't like bananas i might be the only runner that does it but anyway um so i'll leave it with this make brooks great again Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Because they are they are trying. They are trying for sure. All right. Um, tomorrow's video is going to be these two shoes. The uh, RC Elite versus the uh, Alpha Fly. I would do my head-to-head on that. And then we'll do a Monday mukbang tomorrow. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to eat yet. But uh, it'll be fun. We'll, we'll figure it out. Either way, I'll be here at live 3 p.m. again next uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. So hopefully I'll see you guys there. In the meantime, be safe out there, everybody.